0: Hello and welcome to the Decibel Digital Podcast I'm Phil and I'm joined again today by James Beersley Hello there Thanks for coming back James My Always, always. Good to be a, here Becoming a regular fixture I know It's just James and I today um, But we're not alone because we're also being filmed um, by Geordie hey. Which is quite exciting <laughs> So stars of the airwaves and the screen It's very exciting times for us Um, We've got a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking about Uber. Uh, We're going to be talking about Spotify again, Um, drones. But first, James, I've got some exciting news. I am going to Conversion Hotel on Friday. Wow. What's that? It's, uh, well, good question. Yeah. It's a hotel and for the weekend it is being taken over by uh, conversion rate optimizers and digital marketers to... I don't know, get together, dance to some disco music,
1: have a chat. To make party. Yeah, have a good, awesome. it, is in,
0: uh, it is in Holland actually. So that accent is apt. Well, you were doing a Dutch accent, right? Yeah, well, oh, trying to, yeah. It was very good. That's all I can do, so. but have it, you ever- That's you, this weekend, is it? it? It is. Cool. Coming up.
1: Very excited. Exciting times.
0: You ever been to a conversion hotel? I've not been to a conversion
1: <laughs> hotel. Well, depends what you mean, but. <laughs> <laughs> Those are kind of different conversion hotels
0: maybe. Let's not even. Let's not even get involved. I was in going to
1: say, have I converted at a hotel? But let's not get into that.
0: Let's dodge from one incredibly controversial topic. Absolutely. To another. Perfect segue. Great link. <laughs> we'll talk about. Um, let's talk about some Uber controversy. I don't know if you've Ooh. seen, but Uber have been in the news uh, over the last couple of days, and they're in, in embroiled in a bit of a um, uh, Twitter storm.
1: Storm. Mm. I heard about this. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, the Guardian asked in in a report today, "Is Uber the worst company in Silicon Valley?" Which is a fairly damning uh, damning headline for yeah. Uber.
1: Because there are some bad ones there. Like, there are already some pretty bad ones. <laughs> pretty, so yeah, pretty evil. Yeah, yeah. Like the vortex of evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Being as it's also known. <laughs> so the
0: king of the evil evil companies. Not yes. like not like Old Street roundabout though no not nothing like that here in friendly Shoreditch no. we're all very good people exactly Yeah. so I think um, I think all this came about because um, of some um, some sexism or some perceived sexism mm-hmm. by Uber I don't know if you saw this um, it, it was quite racy um, Uber Lyon in France did a, a campaign recently called Avion de Chasse you like my French pronunciation I'm, I'm very impressed you're not the yeah. only guy who can do accents no um, Avion du Chasse means fighter jets but apparently in France that is also a euphemism for attractive women and the concept that Uber Lyon came up with um, was that they would match up um, Uber passengers with um, attractive female drivers right okay which is a slightly odd
1: one I've never once had an attractive female driver though <laughs> maybe I just move to Lyon maybe <laughs> either, but yeah, I don't know. I d- yeah, I assume they have a lot of female drivers in Leon. Oh, well, well, obviously they do, I guess. According to the website, okay. they
0: do, and they uh, not only do they, they're all scantily clad as well.
1: Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Oh, was it perhaps they were maybe paid to be drivers for the for the? I wonder. The day, I, I imagine wonder. so. Yeah. I can't imagine there's that many female drivers, let alone um, particularly. No. Sort of, I don't know. Or maybe they are. Maybe it's they are. an. I, odd, I mean, be. it
0: would be an odd career choice
1: to kind of double up. Yeah modeling and, and, taxi and taxi driving, driving. but hey okay, sure. why not I mean so I know that you need both no probably probably stick with the modeling I imagine it probably earns more money as well. yeah so you'd think pays better. anyway sorry so well <laughs> it's not anyway it's, it's all relevant
0: it's all relevant but the, yeah so this website is incredibly racy it has lots of scantily clad women but I think that you know it is joking aside it is a little bit kind of old fashioned like sex sales kind of advertising yes. to just be like oh cool oh, look you can gonna have a sexy bird driving your cab.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it would. I don't think that would happen over here. I don't think that would be allowed. No, over here. it is. It it does seem somewhat European. <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> You've said it. I've said it now. You've said it now. So maybe that's maybe it. like something you expect from like Uber Italy or something like that. I don't know. Well, it was Uber France. Well, so, you know,
0: you know, close enough.
1: Close enough.
0: Uh, it's um, yeah. a, a, what happened as a as a consequence of this is that a journalist called Sarah Lacey kind of called Uber out on her blog um, called Pando Daily you can find the article um, on there and um, she basically said that she was going to delete her Uber account and that she was sick and tired of this kind of m- machismo like advertising that also on a serious level it made her feel like Uber didn't really take women's safety seriously in their, you know as a company if they're, if they're advertising based on these kind of sexist principles then mm. they obviously don't respect women no. which I think is perhaps a valid position to take So anyway, an executive from Uber, um, Emile Michael, allegedly then responded very robustly, um, suggesting that Uber had um, enough money to smear any journalists they so wished, um, therefore implying presumably Lacey as well, basically threatening to spy on journalists and discredit them if they criticise Uber. Mm. It's not a great response. No. Uh, At a dinner for journalists, uh, Emile Michael expressed outrage at Lacey's Column and said that women are far more likely to get assaulted by taxi drivers than Uber drivers. He said that he thought Lacey should be held personally responsible for any woman who followed her lead in deleting Uber who was then sexually assaulted. That's... <laughs> pretty uh, rough.
1: Uh, yeah. Pretty rough stuff. That's... Yeah. Uh, well Going back to what you said before about... It is a, it is a touchy subject. Um, I think to to use uh, sort of I'm assuming they are models probably I imagine they're actors or models sure these. let's make that assumption yeah I'm, I'm sure there's, uh, you know, I've, I've never had one female Uber driver but hey they could be I don't know no In, in I'm just going by my own experience with Uber. Sure. Um sure. but um, considering the amount of uh, like unlicensed mini cab uh, cabs cabs that you hear about um, uh, sort of girls or women getting into mm. um it is really scary. Mm. Um, it's a scary, um, scary, I mean, God, it's, it's scary at night for, for, um, for a lad walking around, for anyone. La- for anyone. Yeah. So it's a touchy subject. Um, well, and it's a real issue, right? And a real issue. I mean, yeah. So to, to, again, going back to the subject of bad taste, I think we had with the Saysby ad, but I think this is a real, this is a real sort of clean, sure, clear cut, um, uh, case of bad taste. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I mean, so you use Uber yourself? I do. I use Uber I, uh, you know what I was quite late to the game with it a lot of my friends used it I think I was introduced to Uber about I think a year ago mm. um, what was amazing about Uber I found was how uh, their sort of um, promotional campaign to get people involved like I think at the beginning I remember mean, you might have been, I mean have you used Uber before yeah yeah, yeah. you got the app so there was a thing where you know if you sign up for mate you get like 10 or 20 quid off when they first started um, off, off like credit that is yeah when they first started I remember there was a seventy-five pound voucher you got, like right. seventy-five yeah, quid. Yeah, yeah. So they obviously have thrown a lot of money uh, at it, and it for what it is, it's a great idea. Sure. It's a, it is a great idea, mm. and I, I do use it a lot. I've got a friend who uses it an awful lot. Um, she has uh, <laughs> become quite lazy because of Uber because it's so convenient and, the <laughs> and very cheap. Are very cheap. Yeah. And that's and that, that's the key to it. Yeah. Um I think she got an Uber. I mean, we're just based around the corner from Old Street um, mm. between Liverpool and Old Street we um, we were going to go on holiday well we were going on holiday we needed to go to Liverpool Street Station she wanted to get a cab from our office which is very close to Liverpool Street our office here our op- to Liverpool Street Station in an Uber it's less than a five minute yeah. walk yeah so but that's that's the kind of people incredibly lazy people uh, Uber makes just lazy Did people you, I mean just, I, do you
0: one of the things that people ask me when I recommend Uber to them is like, is mm. it safe? Because it feel, you know, Uber is Uber feels less regulated than black cabs. You know, black cabs have this established reputation of being very tightly licensed, and it's a safe way to travel. Mm. And I, when when I talk to people about, about Uber, they always kind of ask me. It's one of the first questions. Like, do they vet the drivers? Are they safe? Mm. That kind of thing. And I always say, yeah, of course they are, perfectly right. safe. But right. Uber have actually had some issues with drivers before. Um, they had. Um, they had, some driver, they had a driver in San Francisco who assaulted somebody with a hammer. Oh. Um, they've had a couple of alleged abductions by, by drivers. So I think there's a perception that they're safe, but actually it's still taxis mm. being driven by people who are essentially freelancers. So it's still quite, a, you know, I know it's I, not as safe as it might seem.
1: I think it would be, I would deem it as safe as, again, I can only speak from my own experience, my own perception of it. But yeah. I would deem it as safe as any other sort of minicab, um you'd get in london um mm. i suppose it's because of the mass market mm. there's uh, and how large the network is i've probably leaves there's opportunity there for like a few weirdos to sleep, slip through the cracks as it were right. perhaps or yeah uh but i mean it uber's caused a lot of controversy especially around um the um, just the minicab industry itself. Yeah. I think in Germany they've upset they, a they, lot they, of they, They've out. They've banned it actually outright. Yeah, a lot of
0: a lot of cities um, are, um, in the states have toyed with banning yeah. Uber to to protect their local cab drivers. Well, that's
1: it. And that's that sort of uh, stems. It's more of a that's more of a sort of political issue mm. where you, where you stand on um, yeah stand on those kind of things.
0: But it, it seems to me like Uber have already won that fight. Yeah. I mean, they they are already in two hundred and five cities. Um, Across forty-five countries, they are valued at twenty-five billion dollars. So, if you know they've won, I think the I think the cabbies have lost that argument. Yeah. Um. That yeah, like you mentioned, they're no strangers to controversy. As well as driver-based controversy, um, they are also apparently being um, investigated in the UK at the moment because they um, seem to potentially be avoiding UK taxes. Not surprising. There's a lot. (laughs) Seems like there's a lot of controversy around Uber. Um, and I had a kind of broader question about startups generally, which is like, if you if you create a company like Uber, mm. it's just a small idea that starts in one town and who knows, it's just a dream at that at that point. And then all of a sudden, seemingly kind of overnight, you become like a $25 billion business. Mm. Same people are involved and at the top of the company that were there on day one. Mm. You know, this, this Emil Michael guy responded quite inappropriately to some criticism, mm. whereas like a more well-established kind of corporate Exec who's yeah. been around the block would know how to handle that yeah. kind of situation a bit more appropriately. Yeah, absolutely. So it seems like it's a challenge for startups, you know, and to, yeah. for leadership in startups to adjust to the fact that they're not renegades anymore. Yeah. You know, they have like big investors. They have a lot of people who listen to everything that they're talking about. Absolutely. And you can't go around no, saying yeah. the kind of stuff that he said really and, and expect for it not to kind of come back yeah. and haunt you.
1: It sounds like they need to either sack their... PR company they're using or, yeah. or or use one or we'd it maybe start, start using, using, one. Like using one right exactly yeah <laughs> I, he's obviously needs some media training yeah, this de- guy definitely.
0: um okay so do you, do you think that stories like this sexism dangerous kind of issues with drivers um like not paying your taxes do you think it's actually going to make any difference to the bottom line for the business like does the average consumer really care especially when you mention big differentiator for Uber is price
1: yeah
0: people are really going to be motivated to not use Uber when they can save like £20 per journey
1: well, that's it isn't it I mean even the black cabs now I think uh, Ken Living I was in a black cab the other day I think um cab was to me should have used Uber um, way cheaper used, I should have used Uber um, it was I think he it was, it was telling me about a, some legislation that Ken Livingston put in place uh, mm. about sort of sort of black cab drivers were sort of concerned that they sort of uh, weren't earning enough money so they put this special rate that goes on after I think it's about 10 o'clock p.m. Yeah. or maybe 10.30 where, th- where the the rate goes up um, and it goes up an awful lot I mean mm. I got a black cab from Stratford to Stoke Newington not too far it cost me the best not too far it cost me eh? the best part of like 30 quid yeah um, pretty coming back from one of
0: your Club nights, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> but, youth of today, but in an
1: Uber, that would have been probably about £10. I yeah, imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine it'd been you know much over £10. So, it's I, a huge difference, it's a, it's a huge difference maker. It is so much, so much cheaper, it's so much cheaper and it's so convenient. Uh, I mean, to be honest, when I went up to I th- well, my parents live in North London and Finchley. Uh, and I got an Uber from there and even then you don't you're only waiting around you know I, I sort of looked at the Uber the map and one came up and it was like oh like 14 minutes away but you'd wait that long for a minicab anyway yeah, so it just shows how twice as much money you, know, you uh, our expectations just immediately go up uh, yeah. wh- when things become better yeah. and faster and cheaper and more convenient so uh, unfortunately I, I think um I can't see Uber um collapsing anytime soon let's be
0: honest about it I mean the average consumer doesn't care I mean plenty of other tech companies or companies generally have been embroiled in controversy you know as bad or worse than some of this stuff and still make an absolute packet of money absolutely there have been times when Facebook have been involved in lots of controversy about data and privacy Google likewise people don't really the average Joe all they care about is is it convenient does it do what I need it to do Mm. is it cheap
1: oh that's it really isn't it
0: um, I read an article on CNBC which kind of backs us up on this um, asking whether Uber, uh, Uber's business might be affected by their recent controversy and I quote while the company's bad press clearly uh, clearly upsets some in the industry in the industry it doesn't seem to have impacted the company's reputation among consumers um, a guy called Robert Pasikoff who, um, who runs a company called Brand Keys said I think consumers are more likely to contribute it e.g. Um, the controversy to the stupidity of the executive rather than attribute it to the brand. Um, so yeah, he's right, I think it's probably yeah. about about right with yeah. that. Um, okay, interesting stuff. So you're not gonna necessarily stop using Uber? Probably not. Probably, no, no. No. Mm. no, sorry. No principles, <laughs> Sorry. me neither. No. <laughs> but it is interesting to see. I mean, you know, t- uh, tech companies from Silicon Valley are huge businesses now and yeah. they have an impact that they never used to have you know they are paid attention to a mm-hmm. lot more than they used to be and I do think there's kind of lessons there for for, for anyone in that industry they have to start paying attention a bit yeah. more to the way they come across
1: perhaps I think it's just like Kickstarter generation where we're sort of living in of like sort right. of like young experienced people suddenly find themselves with a lot of money right. and a lot of power Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's scary it's also like it's also wonderful in a way because it's you know people a lot of these people uh, the assumption that not all of them are born into money or perhaps have right. the same opportunities as other people or are allowed to make money but again mm. there's a flip side to that as well yeah so,
0: you've got to so. watch your mouth yeah definitely um we've got some related uber news um spotify and uber have teamed up um for in-car music streaming uh, hold on, this, this, is, yeah. I this is really cool so you think this is a good idea uh, yeah
1: uh, but yeah
0: let's explain it <laughs> okay I mean I don't see a downside to it either okay. but um, yeah so customers will soon be able to link their Spotify and Uber account so through the apps on your phone and then if you get into a car with um, you know, the right software or what have you I don't know exactly how it works technically mm. you'll just be able to press a button on your Spotify account and just pipe your Spotify playlist through the car speakers yeah. ignoring the needs of the driver absolutely or your fellow passengers <laughs>
1: which is yeah, great. I can get I, I, I can see this um I don't know if this is going to last very long. I can see this getting <laughs> completely abused. Right.
0: It could um, yeah, it could cause controversy. I've
1: been many in many in a mini cab with uh with some uh, intoxicated friends who shouting at the driver to uh, change the radio station or turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah. Um but it, it never stops; it just continues the whole time. No, not this one. Yeah, no, yeah. This one. You know. And the poor driver yeah. spends more time scanning through the radio uh, station than looking at the road. Than looking at the road. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. But, may, but maybe this actually um, takes out of the equation, and it's sort of like right. you know, It's actually a lot safer because the other person's just you can DJ while the driver drives, not the. It's quite a nice. Of, um,
0: it's quite a nice gimmick. I mean.
1: Oh, definitely, and it's a. It's a great. I think it's a great look for both Uber and Spotify actually. It's yeah. Similar
0: kinds of business, they've disrupted a, a very well established model. Both of them, absolutely, so yeah.
1: They kind of go the renegades, or yeah. They go well
0: together, yeah. My personal th- feeling is I'm, I would feel a bit um uh sentimental is that the right word? Kind of nostalgic. I would miss mm. the days of going home and listening to like Absolute or Heart or Kiss. You know, the, the, the driver always puts on a radio station that you would never normally listen yeah, to, you're right, actually, and yeah. you, you maybe you've had a few yeah. drinks and you're with your friends, and like yeah. Daniel Beddingfield's playing or something, <laughs> yeah. and you just think it's just kind of a great moment and you might miss out on that you know you don't always have to listen to your own music but I think it's a pretty good idea do you have any uh, nominations for classic songs that you might put on if you were able to choose the music yourself kind of on the way home from a night out
1: from a night out in a a taxi Uh, well uh, like I said I think even if I'm going to a night out it's kind of um more sort of progressive modern music <laughs> it, to say it's, it's a bit i probably would choose something that a little bit more softer something and a like more something upbeat like, something, like, something, like, something like i don't know heart affair maybe a bit of uh, right. luther fandros oh like, nice a bit of okay that, yeah yeah, yeah. I,
0: I was going for more of a pun based approach so i had closing time by semi-sonic oh i see kind okay. of appropriate i also had the road to hell by chris rear because right. you know maybe you're feeling a bit sick or what have you that could Good,
1: yeah, apt, yeah, those are both really good and also good songs, (laughs) and they're great songs, yeah. So, (laughs) we should start to play this, yeah,
0: definitely start to play this up. And then, once this kicks in, London's gonna be one of the first cities to have it, okay. Maybe we should test it out when it happens. We should, um, we should film ourselves doing it, that could be good. Um, so, do you think, I mean, obviously, this was announced before, um. Before the controversy about sexism and, and threatening journalists with smear campaigns. So do you think Spotify might be looking at this now and thinking, oh, like, mm, awkward? Uh, I,
1: again, I just... Um, I think they're two giants in both their sort of sectors. And like you said before, the quote, I think consumers are only going to look at that and sort of put it down to, like, a poorly managed... Um, uh, like slur against them right but, and, and a stupid executive who doesn't right. want to be saying i think the brand's going to be still intact I yeah just, just because of the convenience of the app so i don't think and to be honest how many i mean i uh, admittedly i knew about this because i was handing some notes for a podcast <laughs> um i you're don't not know meant how to admit that you meant to be no you meant to be an
0: expert on all things digital yes. and Fully tuned into all of this stuff
1: well I had heard about the Spotify and the Uber thing ok that's good enough so 1, out, out, one out, out of 2, two isn't too so bad 1 out of 2 is alright so I don't really know how much sort of your average sort of consumer pays attention to these articles or if they read them and, but they read too much into it um,
0: yeah I think the average consumer probably doesn't even know about the Spotify deal yet yeah. it, the news broke on TechCrunch and most people don't yeah. read TechCrunch
1: I'd say like, to put it bluntly I think even my sort of close female friends I know use Uber after hearing about that I, I probably imagine and again I'm speaking for them mm. would probably still continue to use Uber yeah. they yeah. wouldn't really care not that it's not bad but it's just the way it is it just I doesn't guess. figure
0: doesn't figure in people's calculations no. about, about what they're going to use okay cool well that's great thanks for your, um, your contribution on that James we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to catch up on drone news wow yeah exactly and we're back um, welcome back to the decibel digital podcast uh, we're going to talk in part two about drone news James scary yeah drone news hot off the press um, do you recall an advert or well, a video released by Amazon a few months ago where they showed a drone in a factory picking up a little Amazon box, and flying through the sky, dropping it off at someone's front door? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. And everyone thought, that's insane. Madness. It's never going to work. Well, it is going to work. <laughs> drone news. <laughs> They're doing it. They're actually testing this in Cambridge right, right now. It's called Amazon Prime Air. So um, yeah, Amazon have set up like a testing thing, right. testing area, area, yeah, <laughs> testing area, uh, in Cambridge, and they are going to start testing this out and um, and seeing if it works in practice. Right. To get drones to deliver your stuff off Amazon. Welcome to the future. The future is happening now. We are in the future. This right. is the future. It's breaking. It's breaking right now. So. Um, yeah, it's it's quite something. This idea of drones flying around our cities with parcels, dropping your stuff off. <laughs> what do you make of it?
1: Uh, well, I think it's a, we're a long way uh, to seeing this uh, done out on a mass scale. Mm. Uh, but hey, I think it's exciting that you know company, companies like this. I mean, they have the have the sort of the the budget, uh, the budgets, and the and the um, the excess. Um, sort of uh, turnover to kind of uh, yeah. do things like to this. To give and it a and go. Do, and it is a PR stunt as well at the same time. But you, uh, you might
0: think it's exciting, James. But... But let me tell you, Terry Holloway, the managing director of the Cambridge Aero Club, does not agree with you. Right. He actually thinks that it's a barking mad idea. And that's a direct quote. <laughs> so Terry Holloway told the Cambridge News that he had to check his calendar to make sure it wasn't April Fool's Day when he heard the news. Oh, Terry. It makes no sense to me. A barking mad idea. From a legislative point of view, the Civil Aviation Authority rules, as they currently currently exist, mean it's just totally unfeasible to even consider doing this. But uh, clearly it's not unfeasible because Amazon, I would guess, have looked into, you know, stuff like that, and they obviously think it's worth investigating. Um... Yeah, I guess so. I mean, are you an expert on the Civil
1: oh, Aviation Authority? I'm, I'm not. So no, like I couldn't just comment on <laughs> Terry's comments. Uh, well, I think I, I don't know. I think it's quite exciting. I think people hear the word drone and they sort of uh, panic a little bit, and it sort of sounds it, it's, it's got bad connotations because of the military. So, absolutely, right. uh, You know, um, but I suppose drones used in this way, uh, I, don't know, I think it's quite exciting. It's quite. I, I, I imagine that. Uh, If you were to have a parcel delivered this way, it would cost quite a lot of money. um, Yeah. At
0: first. Yeah.
1: Um, Or maybe they're just doing it to random parcels, perhaps, as a sort of... like.
0: I think the emphasis is on speed, isn't it? I think it's like if you need something right now, then the Mm -hmm. fastest way to do it would be to have a drone deliver it.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: So I guess it would come at a premium. I mean, the fact is that they've already marketed it in a way by making it part of the prime service so prime is something you have to kind of pay a top up fee to, right. to get so i'm mm. i don't know if they'd just fold it into that or they'd charge you even more and then you could have a drone slaving away after you Yeah,
1: i think i think we're re- i think we're far away from uh, a world where you look up in the sky and you, you, you just see thousands of drones mm. flying past each other like a scene out of i don't know fifth element or something like that Right, but um
0: that's the world i want to one day live in well
1: maybe i don't know my uncle's a big <laughs>
0: fan of drones. He's got a number of drones of his own. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Okay. What does he use them for?
0: Just mu- he just mucks about with them. Okay, okay. He he likes to just kind of fly them as high as he can and uh, okay. you know watch as they fall out of control. Uh,
1: well, is it one of the ones there? You, stick, you can stick a camera on the front. Yeah, of yeah. You know, He's got all stuff. kinds. Okay. He's got
0: you know giant ones, tiny ones. Oh, I right. think I think drones are becoming quite a popular thing for the hobbyist as well. You oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like the private you know private sector drones. In fact, yeah. we'll come to that because right. I do have some private sector drone news, Okay. Um, another question about Amazon though, before right. we move on to that, mm-hmm. what are the uh, implications do you think for e-commerce generally, the fact that Amazon, you know, Amazon is so big now and, and like you say, they have, they have plenty of money to be doing stuff like this. Other players in the market maybe don't. So do you think this is, do you think we're reaching a point where Amazon is, is basically dominating this kind of niche, well not niche, this kind of um, sector completely?
1: Uh, that's hard to say, really. Well, I, again, I, one of the sort of um, signs is that they're doing something like this. Mm. Um, no one else is sort of um, being as creative. You know, I think they, they put some up there with companies like Google mm. and, and Facebook and yeah, and Apple.
0: They, I mean, they keep, Amazon keep up in their game. Like, they, you know, they thought that delivery, um, Delivery in this country wasn't good enough, so they set up their own like distribution centres, and, st- and now they deliver stuff with their own delivery drivers. You know, they basically set up like their own delivery network in record time to mm. a massive scale. And it's just crazy. You think no, you know, very few other businesses would be able to do that mm. and
1: and make money. Well, so and they're very reliable as well. I think a yeah, lot of uh, another yeah. <laughs> thing I'd say to some sort of people who have a problem using these uh, drones would be. I'd feel a lot more confident perhaps maybe a drone delivering our packets and so on from perhaps the Royal Mail or uh, <laughs> to name <laughs> oh, to name a do few you know other. any postman I don't know do you want to offend anyone it's all, it's all privatised now it's fine I can say yeah? that I, okay. I can say that can't
0: I well I mean you can say what you like it's fine I've had some bad experiences have you
1: yeah it's things like arriving on time awful and also with other ones <laughs> I think another one was I'm not going to name other names yeah. Anyway, but Amazon's always been quite good. Sure. So, well done, Amazon. There you go. They're Sorry, Royal Mail. Obviously,
0: doing something right. Um, a local newspaper, I think the Cambridge News again, claimed safety fears have been raised about having unmanned aircraft flying above the city and dropping and dropping off goods to homes, with drones likely to be a tempting target for yobs with air guns.
1: <laughs> uh, sure. I'm sure they will be. This is
0: a serious, a serious question, though. I mean. It, if you wanted to, get yourself a gun, watch for the Amazon
1: pa- packages flying past and just pick them off as they go, go or what, by. Well, what about getting a gun and um, shooting a delivery man or a postman?
0: Yeah, but it's just a, a drone. No, one's, okay. no one suffers. It's a victimless crime.
1: Okay, slashing the tyres on his car then. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay, I see your point. <laughs> well, I see I, your I, point.
1: No, I know. I, know. There is a, no, I guess it's not directly comparable, but... Uh, um, but See what they're saying there, but to be honest, they move pretty quickly. They'd be quite a sort of hard to hard to. You'd game, have to be though. a crack shot with an air gun. Ah, oh, you would be, yeah, yeah, definitely
0: to take down a drone. It'd be a fun game. Though. I wonder how high they would fly to try and minimise that risk, but also make sure that the like civil aviation.
1: Well, that's it. They have to sort of. I, I don't. Know, I, I, I have no idea.
0: No, we no. we obviously don't know we d- enough. About d- we just this. don't know Keep enough about this. About let's, <laughs> just, let's just move on. Let's talk about private drone news. Um, uh, I saw a new a news story on the BBC that drones are beginning to become a real nuisance in terms of being used to harass people. So um, there's a policeman, Ch- uh, Chief Inspector Oldworth, who's been looking into this issue on the behalf of the House of Lords. He says uh, he says about drones, the concerns are really around the fact that we're seeing this technology being used for criminal conduct. So actually it's not the guys with the air guns, the problem is the guys with the drones. They're the problem. They're the problem. Flying around and apparently um, Filming people, you know, going about their private business, Mm. um, spying on people, you know, that kind of stuff. So, drones, drones are becoming a a thing. A thing. Yeah. Bad.
1: Perhaps a bad thing. It's very strange. Perhaps a good thing.
0: Amazing world we live in these days, really is. Um, Chief Inspector Oldworth already said, also said, with Christmas approaching and prices expected to drop of drones. Um, use of the drones could increase so smart man are
1: you going to be getting a drone for Christmas um, well, well if someone buys one for me I was not, I'm not going to go sorry, right. if the prices
0: drop sufficiently I will
1: buy you a drone I, I was tempted to get um, one of the ones I saw in I think Selfridges like the sort of uh, one yeah there was one in Selfridges well it's like a like a drone it's more of like a remote control helicopter but you have you can just fit a camera to it and you can yeah. see your iPhone probably about 300 quid Oof, wow wow. Well, um, yeah Luxury.
0: You're really at the luxury end of the market there. You could definitely get them for less money than that. Less than that, really. Oh, really? I would absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, cl- the, the, the closest thing I've got to a drone is a remote control helicopter. Mm. I think it's about twenty quid.
0: Did you but use it for criminal, you know, nefarious uh, acts, or did you manage to resist temptation?
1: I did, I did sort of fly into people back people's heads. For that's a laugh. assault. Yeah, that's a crime. That is. But yeah. they're friends, so I can kind of do that. I wouldn't do okay. that to a random member of the public. Unlikely
0: to press charges.
1: Pro- probably not. No yeah. I imagine, yeah. No.
0: Any jobs with air guns? Take a pot shot at it while you. Uh,
1: no, they didn't. Unfortunately. Oh, that's no. good.
0: Good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Um, <laughs> great. Well, I think, you know, let's put drones to bed. Um, to bed. There you go. We've, we've dealt with these let's issues. Let's shoot, shoot down the drone. As Just, yeah, put it out of its misery. Um, thanks, James, as always, for your contributions. Really enjoyed it. No worries. Um Thanks, uh, you listener, for listening. If you have um, any digital topics you'd like us to discuss or indeed if you'd like to join us on our podcast and um, do let us know tweet at decibel digital or at decibel insight um yeah thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you again very soon
1: see ya